0: I guarantee that there is one major element missing from your wedding contract. Do you want to know what it is? Hello, my friends, and welcome back. My name is Andrea Eppolito, and we are here today celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love. So as you know, I developed this channel and this platform for you, and it is a place where I will oftentimes pull topics and answer questions. Today's question comes from a user with the handle tag is. So I am assuming that this is a business account and the request was would I please walk through my contract. Now as much as I love the law, I love talking about legal, I love contracts. Um, I am not a lawyer. Sadly, I almost was. I thought about doing criminal law, but it turns out that I am a wedding planner. And so Things you should know. Every single state, every county in some case, has its own version of legalities, what you can do, what you can't do, what the courts will uphold, and what they won't. And so my big piece of advice is to always take your contract, regardless of whether or not you take something off a template or develop it. Take it to a lawyer in your market and have them review it, have them make adjustments, and then have them bless it, meaning that whenever you send it out, you can put a notation that says, you know, CC your legal lawyer's name, Esquire. This way, your clients do know that it has been looked at and vetted by an attorney. But let's talk about what's in my contract specifically, and what I am willing to bet is not in yours. So when I first started my wedding planning business, I didn't really know what to do in terms of contracts. And so I went online and I downloaded a form document off of the internet and I took it to a lawyer. I did know enough to do that. I took it to a lawyer and I said, can you go through this with me? And I asked the lawyer to explain all of the clauses, things like the force majeure clause, things like act of god, because I wanted to know that I could discuss those properly with my clients. The lawyer looked at it, said everything looks fine, signed off, I paid like 500 bucks, boom, I was good to go. As time went on, as my clients became more sophisticated and you know, to to a great extent more successful when they were making a bigger investment, when the work became riskier. And as I developed as a small business owner and as a professional, I joined a group called the BBC. It's the Business of Being Creative. Sean Lowe, who is a longtime mentor and business coach of mine, runs it. And what I love about this is for quite some time now, we've been discussing contracts in our group. Now, if you think about it, a contract, when you write it, is very much like writing an article. You have who, you have what, you have when, you have where. The thing that most people don't put in it is why, and most importantly, how. And I would venture to say that these two parts of your contract are going to be the most important. So my particular contract can be anywhere from 14 to 16 pages, depending on the information that I have on my couple or on my client going in To the process. So, my contract, first of all, is written as a letter. When this was first recommended to me, I thought, well, gosh, that seems so much friendlier and so much more personal. And it feels much more like me than just the standard like client, planner, date. And I really loved that. So, my contract is written out as a letter. And it starts with me just acknowledging the client, thanking them for inviting me into their lives. And then I go through the who, what, when, and where as I understand it. So for example, it could say something like, you know, Andrea Polito and Tony Fisher are planning to get married at the Four Seasons Las Vegas on the date of November 24th, 2012, from 5 p.m. to midnight with a guest count of 10 people. Um, So obviously that was my own wedding, easy to reference, but it'll give that. And then I'll write out some of the details as I understand them. I understand that my client wants to have this experience. I understand that this is the kind of work that we're doing. I understand that we are going to be moving through the following pieces in order to get to the priorities that we want. Now. That is typically what most people do. They do the who, the what, the when, and the where. And then they have all this legalese, which sometimes they understand, sometimes they don't. Where my contract is different, and what I really need to to give a big shout out to Sean and to say thank you for, is because my contract, after I go through the basics, I really dive in to the why, and then I go through the how. And this is, I think, the most important part of everything that we're going to do. Why do I write down the why? I include the why in the contract because, as Sean says, your contract is your business speaking. I want my client and I to be 100% totally on the same page. I want to make sure that we have a completely crystallized, clear understanding of why is it that we are doing this work together? Why is it that we're going down this path? Why did we choose this city? What is it that they want to feel at the end of this? Why is this experience so important to them? Because whether it's business or your personal life, a relationship or an employment, your why is your big guiding principle. That's the reason that you do all of these things. Now the most important thing after that is the how. How is it that I am going to get you from the day that you sign the contract to coming back from your honeymoon with just the world's greatest memories? What are the steps? Because really that's what the contract is there to do. It's how are we going to do this work together? What can you as a client expect from me in terms of scope of work? And what do I, as your event designer and your wedding planner, What do I require from you in order to move that needle forward, in order to get us to the place where we've satisfied our why? And so I have broken down my process and every single professional is going to have a different process. But my process really looks like for the how, how are we going to do this? First of all, we're gonna spend time together, we're gonna to communicate, we're gonna to get to know each other. This is how we're gonna do that. I typically include Zooms, phone calls, text messages, Instagram posts back and forth, and then at least one in-person meeting so that we can just kinda of get like a sense and a feel for each other. The next part is once I feel like I have a really good understanding of you, I have an understanding of your priorities, I know what it is that you wanna do, the next step in the how, which is the next deliverable that my clients can expect from me Is a budget so I have given a video on how to create a budget already here on YouTube I'm gonna link that up here somewhere but then I deliver them the budget a budget is just a list of priorities with a number attached I got that from my husband and so I will go through and I will formulate a budget the next step in the how our third part is to go through the location the location is the guiding light it is the north star everything flows to and from the location because that sets your date your time the weather the capacity and so we go through location services what can we do what are our limitations what are our risks where do the constraints lie And then we move into vendor selection. So design and vendor selection, design for me is everything that a client is going to experience. It's not just how it looks, it's how it feels, it's how it moves, it's how it works. And so we put all of that together in design. Those are the big pieces of the how of the planning. And then I move into the how of production. This is pulling the teams together, bringing them together, setting up the final decor deck, doing a demo, and what it is that we are going to need to actually have all of this come together the way that we see it in our heads. How do we actually bring it out and bring it to life? There are other pieces of the how that I include. I include things like, this is the timeline that you can expect to receive from me. This is the guest timeline. This is the production timeline. This is the way that I write my timelines. All of that does go into my contract. Now, you could be sitting there and saying like, Why do you include all of that? I do it because I really, really am grounded in a sense of clarity. My clients and I really need to understand what we are doing and what it's gonna take in order to produce a wedding of this magnitude, an event of this magnitude, a baby shower that's this special. And so the contract goes through and we agree upfront to everything that we are going to do. This is all written in very basic, plain, friendly language. I actually write my contract the way that I speak. So once I get through now who, what, when, where, why, and how, that's my first part of my contract. The second part actually says in big, bold letters, The following is legalese, and it's basically intended to protect us. It is mutual everywhere where applicable. And this is where I actually had a local attorney go through and say, These are the laws of the land in Las Vegas, Nevada, and because it says that my contract will always be adjudicated here in Las Vegas, those are the rules that we are using. So even if the event itself is taking place in another state, my contract does have an agreement between my clients and I that if there is ever a question, we revert to Las Vegas since that's where my business is built and set. So I hope this answered the question. I know I didn't go into deeply detailed of what my force majeure says. Do you know what your force majeure says? This is why you need an attorney. What is an act of God? What is an act of man? There are some very basic things in my contract that should be in every contract. Um, We don't serve alcohol to minors, anyone under the age of 21. These are just pages and pages of legalese that you have to put in and that your local attorney will guide you on. But if you are looking to write a contract that creates a foundation of trust, which is really what I want. I want my con I want people to get my contract. And it's so funny, it's the thing that I get complimented on. It's the weird thing that I get complimented on the most. People say, like, wow, your contract is so great. Like, I really enjoyed reading through your contract or this was a great experience, the the process of walking through because I never sign, I never send a contract. I always make sure that I have my potential client in front of me or on the phone. I send it while we're together and then I walk them through step by step so that there is no big question mark or there's no red flag that maybe we could work through together. It is my business speaking It is the blueprint. It's the Bible. It is the guideline by which every decision from the day they sign until the day we wrap is going to be made. And it's something that I spend a couple of hours on every single contract because I really want to make sure I get it right. I really want to make sure that when I'm speaking directly to my client, when my business is speaking directly to my client, that the who, what, when, where, why, and how is cleanly easily, and very plainly written out because that is the greatest route to success. Tagbiz, thank you so much for leaving a comment, for asking me about the contracts. If you have any other specific questions about contracts, please go ahead and leave them in the comments. I obviously do go ahead and pull topics directly from there. Otherwise, this was great fun. I love the talk. I'm also going to link to the BBC and Sean's podcast so that you can check him out. He is a great and brilliant mind. Other than that, we will talk next week. Until then, celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love. This is Andrea Polito. Thank you for spending your day with me.